0: Good morning, good morning. Breakfast today is sponsored in loving memory of Robert J. Adis, Alava Shalom, L'Ilui Nishmat Reuven, Ben Rachel, Alava Shalom, sponsored by his wife, Esther Adis, and family. Hazaku Baruch. Breakfast is also sponsored by Stephen Rapport in honor of Sammy Sutton. Hazaku Baruch. Thank you, Stephen. Baruch atah adunai al-e-melech ha'olam, The pasuk in the Megillah says, "Vayikra and uh, sorry, v'yishlach v'yaved o'havav." Haman sent and he brought et o'havav those that he loved, et zeresh ishto and his wife Zeresh. I always thought that was such a subtle dig at his wife. He brought everyone that he loved. Also, in unrelated news, he brought Zeresh Ishtoh, his wife Zeresh. But Zeresh was one of his top advisors okay? And he wa- and she comes in and she says to him, listen, you know, I know you want to get rid of, these, of this Jewish guy, but uh, you're never going to be able to defeat them. You know, these Jewish people, they seem to bounce back from everything. He says, if you want to, if you want to destroy this Jewish person, she says, you've got to try something that has never been tried. You know, if you try and burn them in a furnace, Avraham, Avinu, Chalanya, Mishael, and Azariah were thrown in a furnace, and they survived. You want to drown them? The Jewish people got out of drowning in the, in the as they left Egypt, you want to put him in a pot and burn, and you know, and, and cook him. Menasheh, the king was king of Israel, was saved from being put in a pot. Every uh, possible death that you could imagine, uh, some other Jewish person was saved from. So, what are you going to do? Uh, and what are you going to do that's going to be original or that's going to be new in order to be able to destroy uh, Mordechai? So the. Uh, Agra De Dekala writes an unbelievable thing. I saw Rev. Elimelech Bideman brings it down in his pamphlet. And it it's unbelievable what he says. He says the reason why? Why is it, was it important that it should be something new? Why, if it happened already, is that something that, you know, couldn't be used? And what would the logic be? You know, one would have imagined that if God could save them from this and from that and save Shimshon from be, you know, being put in a building that was uh, you know, brought down to the ground. If you could save all these people from different things, throw them in a river, have them swallowed by a fish, yonah, you know what I mean? Everything that you could try. Why? Because it happened. Why would that be an extra reason or ability for God to save him? It's a, it's a difficult concept to understand. The Igre De Kala writes, he says something really fascinating. He says that when a person recounts the miracles that God has done for him, effectively he uh, almost brings down the power of, that, of the miracle that happened to him once before, he brings and awakens the power of that miracle once again. And if therefore I'm able to talk about how Khananya uh, Mishael and azaya were saved from the Kivshan Aesh so anything that Haman would suggest to do to Mordechai, that could be counteracted and countermanded by the Jewish people studying and, re- and reading over that miracle that God once did. And therefore, she said, if there's not a Jew in history that ever was pu- attempted to be punished in this way, if there's no stories that we read about a Jewish person, uh, you know, uh, subject to hanging, so maybe you'll be able to, uh, to achieve that. And maybe they'll need more merits than they have, but they won't be able to reach into their past to be able to bring down that special spirit and that special miracle from a story that has once or a, a miracle that's once occurred. Now it struck me when I was reading this that I began to understand why we do on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we have a very strange custom, I never understood this. We say, you know, uh, anenan, the one that answered Yoshua ba anenan. The one that answered Yonah ba anenan. The one that answered Daniel in the in the, you know, in the, in the cage with the lions, and then answer us. What are we doing? We're taking a trip down memory lane. But the point is, if once upon a time that was a pathway, that was almost like a, a highway to heaven that was built, then that's something that we can get on as well. So therefore we recount each miracle and we say the one that answered the prayers of Tagakov he should answer us as well. If there's something that already exists, it's easier to build on something that exists than to create something new. Now I saw an unbelievable, I think, idea that comes out of this. By the way, the Shulchan Aruch actually points out as well that the Megillah itself is full of many different prayers and many different requests. So if you look where it says, Tzumu alay, you know, maybe they will find salvation yet. In each time in the Megillah that something is is happening, effectively, it also functions as a prayer. And the Shulchan Aruch says, therefore, at the end of the Megillah, we say Kaddish. Which Kaddish do we say? We say Kaddish Titkabal. We only say Titkabal at the end of the prayer service. Because literally, what are we saying Titkabal? Titkabal, Silotana, Our prayers and our requests should be accepted on high. So if we're saying that after reading the Megillah, the illustration, the idea is that there's a prayer here. I, I want to share one idea that comes out of this, The Ben Yishchai says that anytime a person is recounting a miracle, they shouldn't only say, if a miracle happens to them, they shouldn't only talk about the miracle that they've experienced now, but rather all the miracles that got them to this point. Because if you're talking about this miracle that's allowing you to get to another tomorrow, you know, if you don't think of the miracle that happened to you three weeks ago, then you also wouldn't be here. And because of that, he sing, he brings a, a beautiful kind of a homily in the Pasuk. He says, the Pasuk says that the Jewish people, when they were redeemed from Egypt, it says, and, Yisrael, and the Jewish people saw Et the great hand of God that took them out of Egypt. So the Ben Yishchai says, what does it mean they saw the Yad the the big hand? He says what they were remembering is, as they finally crossed across the ocean and the Egyptians were all drowned in, in, the, uh, in the Yamsuf and everyone was saved and the story was done and they had just experienced the greatest miracle that had happened up until that point, which is Kriyat Yamsuf, the tearing open of the sea. Vayat Israel, what did the Jewish people look at? What did they focus on what did they think about? Hayat the big hand. It doesn't refer only to God's, you know, the. Uh, anthropomorphic understanding of God taking us out with a big hand, with a strong hand, but rather to the beginning of the story of their salvation. When Moshe Rabenu was a baby floating in the river in a uh, in a little basket, and Batia, the daughter of Parol, reaches out with her hand, and she shouldn't be able to reach it, but God stretches her hand miraculously. And makes it larger. Vayad Yisrael The Jewish people at the end of their salvation where the rivers were just split. They were remembering they went back to think uh, back on all the kindnesses that God had done to them since the beginning of that redemption. I think also that is true when we talk about the Megillah. We're not reading a story of national redemption of thousands of years ago but we're also telling this over as part of our own story, part of the story of the Jewish people, the, uh, the fact that without this Megillah, this story, you would not be alive as well. There's a machloket, and a disagreement amongst the rabbis when someone achieves or when someone goes to a place in which a great miracle happened for their forefathers. Is the nusach of the beracha? do we say that a shahsan, yes, that did a miracle for me in this place? Or do we say that did a miracle for my forefathers in this place? And I think the source of that disagreement is that while the miracle may have happened to a father or for grandfather or great grandfather, but that miracle also happened to me. Because for me to exist, that would have had to happen. <speaking in Hebrew> so it's important when we read it, we understand that this is our story as well, and also that it represents. Our wishes for a further story. If the idea of reading over and thinking about a previous miracle allows or achieves or helps achieve a miracle in the, in the present as well, then has there ever been a miracle that we need more than the salvation of Am Yisrael from the anti-Semites that try and destroy it? It is an unbelievable idea to think that um, uh, Esther is walking into the uh, throne room of King Achashverosh She's not been called. She's risking her life. And what day is she walking in on? She's walking in, we are taught, on the night of Pesach. She says, Tzumu Alai, fast for me on these three days. Our Rabbis tell us that those three days, where did they fall? They fell out on Pesach. Now she's fasting. But she's probably still saying uh, the Nusach of the Seder. She's probably still singing Vihisha She'amda. Do you know what it means to sing Vihisha Amda, Not after the miracle happens. But before it takes place, said not perhaps with, uh, with faith, but with hope. Do you understand the power of what that must have felt like? coming out of Esther's mouth as she walks into the throne room, hoping that once again uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's miracles and salvation will prevail. So an idea that comes out of this on a practical level is if a person is struggling or uh, they need something, a miracle to happen to them or something, uh, a breakthrough in their life, it would help to recount and to think back over a person's life in the previous and to think to themselves that God once saved me from something like this. And if it never happened to you, what we learn from Zeresh in this story, what we learn over here, is that it's a person can also recount and learn about that salvation that happened to somebody else. So bar nine if a person is a slave, then they can talk about and learn the story of Yosef being a slave in jail, and read about how he was drawn out of the pit by Parol because of the story of the dreams. And just the fact that he could learn and talk about the miracle that happened to the Jewish to, to the Jewish forefathers in the past is enough, also, to open the gates of heavens once again on a practical level. Rabotai, one of the ideas, and I always try and. Uh, uh, indicate this to people especially when they're going through something tough and they're choosing to pray there's an amazing idea a concept that says if a person is suffering or or through, through a challenging time then they should say out loud some opinions even say they should write it out in a contract and sign it where the person says to God I know I know that you are testing me I know that you know what's going on over here and I know that the purpose of everything that happens in our life Borei Olam God is to draw us closer to you I got the message. It doesn't need to go any further. And as soon as I am saved from the situation that I am in, I pledge to say publicly, Nishmat Kol chai, the prayer of Nishmat Kol chai, which means the soul of every living being, Tevareche Chimcha, will bless your name. I pledge to say that publicly. If the point was for me to recognize you, God, I got it. I recognize you. I see you. And therefore, as soon as this goes away, I'm going to say nishmat, I promise to say nishmat publicly in front of a minyan. And Many, many times people who have uh, done this have seen tremendous uh, Yeshuot salvations in their own life. Now, I think the idea here is not it's a jibi, but in the same way that if your son or daughter says thank you, and they recognize you when you give them something, it encourages you to give them more. But if you give them something and they complain, what do we tell our children? You're complaining? Okay, now I know. Why am I going to get you things if you, don't, if you don't appreciate them, you don't complain? Next time I do, I won't bother. If this is your reaction, if a person needs a miracle, so if maybe I didn't appreciate the miracle enough last time, at least I could do so now, and to say to God, I appreciate all that you've done to all that you've done for me. To recount the various things that have happened to him in his or her life that uh, uh, that illustrated to them the hand of God. And if it doesn't appear in your life, to study and to read about our holy forefathers and uh, and, uh, and grandmothers throughout the ages that have experienced those issues. And be'ezrat Hashem, we will get the salvation and the miracles and the results that we seek. Baruch Amen.